Hey guys, uh, Charlie Pankey, Sierra Magazine here. Uh, this is our first ever podcast. Found this cool little app on my phone. I'm going to give it a try here and uh, see if this will help uh, some of our listeners or readers uh, out there uh, discover some of their favorite things. We are uh, in the middle of the beginning of the thunderstorm here in the Carson Valley on the uh, eastern slopes of the Sierra today. And I'm in my home office after uh, working with one of my clients this morning. Just decided to spend a little time on the website and then uh, found this cool little app. So uh, I've thought about doing a podcast for many years, actually. Uh, uh, they've been out there for a little bit, but I never quite understood how to do it and had technology to do it. So uh, if you like this, please let me let me know and uh, join in, and we'll uh, we'll share some of our recreational tips and stuff. So, yeah, obviously the big news in the Sierra right now, if you're, uh, you're looking to come visit or if you're you know thinking about what you're going to do this weekend, uh, big news is obviously the Ferguson fire on Yosemite. Um, or down near Yosemite, I should say, and uh, this fire is huge, man. It's a uh, it's gonna be massive. It's going through burn, uh, not burn area, but dry area that's been killed by the beetle. Um, and I don't know how how much time you spent down in in the uh, the Merced Canyon area lately, but the whole area has got this beetle kill going through it. That's just making things so dry and dangerous. Uh, last count, they're at twenty two thousand eight hundred ninety two acres. Only about 7% containment, and uh, obviously we lost that firefighter last week, which was just so unfortunate, and a couple injuries since then. And uh, this is a bad deal, and, and unfortunately in that whole western slope of uh, the Sierra, there are um, there are a lot of fires that we may see over the next couple of years as these uh, beetle bugs go through. Um, I visited Yosemite back in the spring of this year, seeing the waterfalls, and I was actually quite surprised to see they had logging activity uh, towards the entrance of the valley. I assumed that was because of the beetle kill. I, I never did find out what that was exactly from, but it um, makes sense that they were trying to take those beetles, uh, beetle trees out of the valley as soon as possible. Uh, last thing we want to see is the valley catch on fire, of course. Um, but the Ferguson fire, uh, 7% containment, I would bet... Besides it being just a horrible canyon area, it's hard to get into and not, not safe. But you know, they may be letting it burn in some areas just to get get rid of some of the dead uh, dead underbrush. Uh, that's just my opinion. Obviously, I don't have any news on that. But uh, it's obviously still closing Highway 41 in Yosemite National Park, uh, causing some uh, traffic problems getting into into the valley. And uh, I've seen pictures this week. It looks horrible there, even though everybody is making the best of it, posting their photos, sharing their favorite parts, uh, kind of the surreal, odd look of Yosemite Valley, as you will, with smoke in it, uh, which happens every year. And I, personally, I'm just hoping it cleans up in the next two weeks because I have my very first uh, ever Yosemite backpacking trip planned uh, for the week of the 16th. Heading up to Young Lakes and uh, on the east side and, and look forward to getting up there. I'd hate to be up there full of smoke the whole time. So hoping they get it, get it under control and obviously fire something we deal with. As the thunderstorms and lightning uh, kind of blowing here, we're worried about the same thing. We've already had a fire up in Carson City on the, the foothills. and I got to tell you, you haven't heard this story. Funniest thing. Carson City fire. I don't remember how big it was. It was pretty large from our our standpoint, but uh, it was started because somebody was trying to set their poop on fire, or their poop pile with their toilet paper. Yes, I said that right. They were trying to set 
their toilet paper or their poop pile on fire so they didn't leave any uh, anything behind. So their leave no trace kind of backfired on them, you know, big time. And the only credit I give them is they actually did turn themselves in and say they're the ones started it, which was, uh, you know, quite nice that we're not searching for somebody. But, uh, guys, do yourself a favor. Take yourself a trowel. Bury it yourself. Don't leave a little tough out on top. Bury the whole thing. Take your toilet paper out with you. Uh, really welcome the idea of leave no trace. Some of you might know that I actually started working with Desolation Wilderness this uh, spring and, and uh, have been volunteering my time to go out on the trail and uh, you know, just help people find you know more wild places to discover in, in Desolation Wilderness. And Desolation is visited by over 10 million people a year. 10 million? That's wrong. That's the wrong number. Okay, it's the most visited wildlife area in the nation. I know that um, wilderness area, and ten that ten million is too high. But my, it's, it's a large number. It's a very large number. There's a lot of people out there if you ever hiked there. But uh, uh, the the routine now, especially places like Lake of the Woods, is there's these places where people literally leave tufts of toilet paper sticking out of the ground like flowers to 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 mark this is where I pooped and buried it. That's just disgusting, people. <laughs> you know. You know, buried all the way. You know, if you're not going to carry it out, buried all the way, dig it deep enough. You know, I I don't know if the first person who thought that goes, oh, I'll do this so that someone doesn't stick their shovel in my poop. I guess I I don't, I just don't know. It's it's beyond me. Uh, so anyway, part of my volunteer work is I have to go out there and clean up after you guys. I, I get a, I I've uh, designated myself as the guardian of Ropey Lake and and that area this year. And every time I go out there, I gotta. Take down illegal campfire pits. I gotta clean up poop if I find it, which is horrible. Uh, dog poop, especially. But, you know, clean up your dogs and garbage. And uh, we're really trying to just keep the wilderness clean. And as volunteers, we're having fun helping out there. But I tell you what, there's nothing worse than walking up on somebody's dirty poop, uh, toilet paper floating around the bushes, and knowing that I had to put my gloves on and some kind of pincher to put in a bag, and then I carry it out for you. So. Um, Let's just let's just take care of that, okay? This poor soul here wants to volunteer and have a good time. And I do not want to be cleaning up your poop rag. So, anyways, enough on the poop subject. Speaking of desolation wilderness, let's go ahead and move on a little bit there. Uh, last weekend, got to spend a little time uh, up in the Bayview area of Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. And, and, you know, the celebrity golf tournament was going on, and there was all, all these different events throughout the Sierra, um, and. It was a great weekend. There's like 300 people I saw that uh, at the trailhead that day. Some of them just going to Cascade Falls. Others that were looking for what what was a day hike to do. And we you know we talked talked them into going up on top of Maggie's Peak and I'll talk about that here in a minute. And then several people were actually backpacking in. That's a it's a popular backpack destination with limited parking. Um, but they were going back into the Velmas and then some people even all the way back into the Four Q Lakes, which is about a 10 mile uh, pack in. My favorite people I met, I met this, these two old guys, and, and I, I think they must have been 70, 80 years old. And they wanted to know how far it was going to be walked from Bayview all the way to Horsetail Falls. And they were going to walk all the way through. And I, I, we looked at him and go, well, yeah, you can't do that. You know, are you backpacking in and staying tonight? Do you have a permit? Oh, no, we're going to do it in one day. And we went, well, that just can't be done. And well, they go, well, we're pretty good hikers. And I'm going, these guys are like 70 and 80 years old. And I know the next two miles on the trail alone was going to be quite quite a strenuous uh, up, uphill climb. And, 
But they, they kept on saying they can make it, so we started looking at mileage, and sure enough, if you had to go straight out, you know, balls to the wall, you know, hiking event, you could probably do a good portion of, of that trail part, but that would be one heck of a day. Um, remember, later that day, I found somebody who had done 32 miles in one day uh, on Desolation Wilderness, and I thought that's crazy. I think the most I've ever done myself is about 17 miles uh, in Yosemite, so... That that was kind of crazy, but you think about that. If you would have taken off from the basin, they would have gone up Maggie's Peak, gone up to Dick's Lake, over Dick's Pass. They would have had to follow the PCT over to um, uh, Susie Lake area and, you know, past Gilmore. They would have come, dropped themselves down into Lake Aloha, had to walk all the way around Lake Aloha, Lake of Woods, back down to Ropey Lake and over. And I don't know about you, but... Heck, I'm I'm not even 50, and I I don't know if I'd try it in a day. Uh, but these guys were determined. Uh, we we suggested to go to Dick's Pass and turn around, but we'll see what they did for the, you know. Well, I guess we won't see, but hopefully uh, they made it out okay. Uh, the guy I met up on Maggie's Peak later in the day, he had actually gone from Loon Lake all the way down to um, Echo Lake in one day, and uh, 32 miles. And I went, "You're crazy, man." He he must have been just flat out flying across the wilderness area. Um, imagine what kind of training you had to pass to do that. So uh, anyways, back to Maggie's Peak. First time I've ever climbed up it, uh, climbed up to Granite Lake. And um, one of the guys I met on the trail, an old gentleman goes up to Granite Lake all the time. And he, he said, hey, if you got a chance, stop and have lunch at Granite Lake. And then go on the south side of the lake and climb over about a 40-foot little knoll there. So you climb up on the knoll. Um, and you'll get this great view. So I did. I stopped and had lunch at Granite Lake, which was awesome, and a bunch of people there, and and then uh, walked around the lake, which I'd never done, and got up on this little knoll and over. And sure enough, there's this great view of Cascade Lake over there, Cascade Lake, and then uh, Fallen Leaf Lake, and then just the the basin of South Shore uh, at that level. So it was one of those things that just reminded me when you're on the trail, talk to people. Um, a lot of times we have our heads down. We're in the wilderness. We're out hiking. We just kind of want to be by ourselves. I understand that. But, man, talk to people, especially ones that look like they've been there a while and or want to talk. Because I've gotten some of the best trail tips from people who I talk to on the trails. Uh, my favorite uh, hike in Yosemite was a guy who uh, went to Cathedral Lakes my first time ever. And a guy stopped me and goes, first time here? And I said, yeah. And he goes, hey, when you get to, uh, to the trailhead, make sure you go to Upper Cathedral before you go to Lower Cathedral. Because if you go to Lower first, you're not likely to go to Upper I said, okay, cool. He says, oh, one more thing. Just before you get to the lake, there's a little stream. Follow that stream and go on the backside of the lake, and then get up on the ridge. You'll be able to see both lakes at the same time. And to to this date, it's probably my favorite view of of, uh, of Yosemite as a whole, just because I listened to that guy. And, and I know he's right. If I wouldn't have done that, I probably went to lower because I was tired. And who knows if I ever would have made it to upper, upper Cathedral that, that trip. So um, anyways, my tip there is listen to the people on the trail so that they – they have wonderful tips. They've been there before you, even if it's just this last time. And you meet some great people along the way. So just something I want to share. Maggie's Peak. If you haven't ever done Maggie's Peak, you do it. it. It's not an easy trail. It kicked my butt, man. You're going up to, to you know Granite Lake and just that first mile. is like you take all the water out of you. It's, it is a good climb. Switch backed up. Then you get to Granite Lake, take a break, and then it's just switchbacks all the way up up to Maggie's Peak, which aren't really hard switchbacks. They're just it's just switchbacks. You're tired, hot day. You get to the saddle, which is cool. You can look over and see Eagle Lake. You walk enough, and then you're kind of in between these two peaks. And 
you head up to the left of Maggie's Peak, and it's actually a pretty easy climb. It's, it's pretty well marked up there. Although I knocked down a bunch of Karens, and you can be mad at me later about that. Just one of my jobs as a Forest Service person. Uh, but you get to the peak, and there's three different little platforms on this peak. And you, the the peak in the front was my favorite view of Lake Tahoe I've ever seen. Now, I have not climbed, climbed Mount Talak, and I know if anybody's listening to this, they will go, oh, go climb Talak. It's probably better because it's higher, obviously. But to date, I have never seen a, a picture it's pretty of Lake Tahoe is uh, from top of Maggie's Peak. You guys see uh, Granite Lake, Emerald Bay, Cascade Lake, South Shore, um, uh, Fallen Leaf Lake, and then that was from that view. And then, by the way, there was big old birds flying up there, big old eagle or hawk or something that was screeching along. It was really cool. And then I went to the next peak. You don't see much more from the next peak over, but the last peak in the very back. You actually get get over and you can see the backside, and then from there you can see Snow Lake, Azure Lake, and and then I want to say it was Upper Velma Lake. I haven't actually been to the Velmas myself, but just by pure line of sight and by the map, uh, I want to say it was Upper Velma, but it could have been Middle Velma that you can see from there. Um, I've studied the map a couple times. I'm probably right. It's probably the Middle Velma, but uh, it's really cool to be able to see that far back. You can see Dick's Pass. You can kind of see. You know where uh, the trail, the PCT might go through there, and how wild it really is in Desolation Wilderness. So, uh, I hope to see you out there. I got, I got to make about four more trips out there this year, part of my volunteer commitment, and then I'll be working out in the uh, Meese Country area on the south uh, south side of um, Lake Tall, also uh, doing kind of the same same work. So. Uh, really enjoying my volunteer time. I started off by doing snowshoe treks this uh, winter with the Forest Service, and uh, that was really a cool, cool experience. So, anyways, hey, tips for this weekend, uh, highlights coming up this weekend. Uh, there are some events going on uh, around town, although last weekend was definitely the, um, the time when everybody was kind of out doing their thing, right? So, um, we give me just a second here. I'm getting my my event schedule uh, was on my computer and I just let it uh, go to sleep on me here a second. But uh, the schedule for um, the week. Let me. What was going on? There was some stuff going on. Squaw. Oh, the Wonderlust. Wonderlust. Uh, Wonderlust. Do I say that right? Uh, up in Squaw Valley uh, is a is a big event. A lot of people up here they obviously love their yoga and and. Uh, you know, doing all that. So it's kind of a, a fun piece that a lot of people are doing. Um, you got a uh, Shakespeare Festival uh, thing started up last week. Um, what a great, great event. Um, they, uh, we went and saw Macbeth last weekend on the, on the, on the beach there. And I have never been to Shakespeare Festival. And uh, that was a treat. That was a real treat. If you've never been, uh, I know the tickets are you know maybe a little pricey for some people's budgets, but highly recommend it. Uh, that was something that I won't forget soon, and it was something that's right here in my backyard. I've lived here ten years, have never done, and uh, shame on me a little bit. Uh, it was it was that it was that cool. Uh, not only is it one of the most beautiful settings that you've ever seen in the world. Um, but to see Macbeth in in original costume, that was a big thing. So not in a time period piece that they do sometimes, but actual in authentic uh, um, Shakespearean uh, costume. 
really kind of cool thing, right? So uh, keep that in mind if you get a chance. And I'm really sorry here. My calendar thing is uh, is glitching out on me for a moment here. And so I'm going to get on my Facebook page and uh, do that. So uh, maybe it's a good time. If you if you are new to CRREC and CRREC Magazine, we do have a website, CRRECmagazine.com. Uh, also, you can follow us on our Facebook page at Sierra Recreation. And uh, we have a um, Twitter handle, CRREC, uh, and an Instagram page, which has quite a few followers. I'm getting a lot of followers on Instagram. I'm spending a lot of time on that. Um, but the Instagram page, you can find us on CRREC also. Uh, so that that, uh, that might be helpful in, in finding what we're doing. So here we go. Here's my uh, schedule of events or, or things. I, here's what I do on, on Thursdays every week. I, I actually publish a, a newsletter that uh, we send out to Facebook, but it goes out to our, uh, our email subscribers. And it just kind of gives them the highlights of what's coming up this week. Kind of a newspaper, old school newspaper format which I'm an old newspaper guy, so just uh, forgive me on that one a little bit. So uh, let's see, Reggae Festival. Uh, Reggae Festival um, is happening in Mammoth. Uh, that's going on this weekend. Um, we got a hike with the Rangers back on top of Heavenly, so if you want to go do that. There is a Trek Dirt Series that's in Mammoth also, so they got they got a bunch of uh, bike things going on in Mammoth this next uh, couple weeks, actually. Um the Village Championship Downhill Series is going to be going on in Mammoth as well. So I got a bunch of Mammoth stuff here. Uh, I highlighted that thing this week a, um, a hike at, uh, in Lassen Volcanic National Park. Some friends going there. Hat Lake to Paradise Meadows looks really awesome. So it'd be a good one. Uh, Lucas Oil Off Road event is. Um, going on up by Sparks in the Silver State. Uh, they do those off-road shows up there in Sparks. I've never, I've never been myself. I saw a motorcycle race up there. That was crazy. But these off-road events look pretty cool. And then, um, let's see, Donner Lake Triathlons this weekend. If you're going to Donner, man, there's all kinds of things to do in Donner. Don't forget to do the tunnel uh, hike up there if, you get, if you're going to watch and looking for something else to do. Great place to do that. Reno Bass Festival is this weekend. Um Cool story there. Reno Basket. I've never been to the Reno one. Uh, I lived in Boise for many years, and when I was young, 20 years ago, went to a bass festival, and, and uh, they had this little competition in the mall. And you had to carry these weights around a circle, and there's this old guy who gets on there, and he does like 70 loops with these weights. And I'm going, oh, that can't be that hard. So I grab a hold, and I jump in to make a fool of myself. I think I made four laps before my fingers felt like they were going to tear off my hands. Guy was incredible. So my wife laughed at me. It was a good, fun event to at that time, but I'll never do it again. <laughs> kind of crazy. And then um, uh, Lantern Festival in Reno is going on also. So quite a bit of little things going on. Um, there's always way too many to publish, and I, I can't even cover them all. Uh, I know next week in Kirkwood's got something going on, but their map is actually pretty horrible to share. So um, we got that going on. And I think Bear Valley has some live music next weekend. But, uh, again, the big story is the smoke and whether or not you're hiking and camping and What's uh, what's going to be happening um, uh, around the Sierra? I, th- I know we're going to be heading out, but I'm worried about smoke and how much I want to go. You know, actual hike in it. So, you know, hopefully you'll find a good place to recreate this uh, this weekend in Sierra. Um, again, I'd uh, love to have you join us on uh, SierraRecMagazine.com. Uh, over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever your favorite channel is. We try to keep them up. I, I'm actually probably worst at Twitter. Uh, I do Instagram quite a bit. Facebook is you know, pretty regular, uh, 
Pinterest. Hit me up if you're a Pinterest person. I, I know it's mostly, well, I shouldn't assume, but I think it's mostly ladies. I actually get quite a bit of traffic from Pinterest off some really bad stuff I posted a long time ago. I think it's mostly just photos that they click on. But uh, anyways, I, I really kind of like know what people are actually listening to. Kind of like this podcast. If you like it, let me know. I'll keep doing them. Uh, this is something I really enjoy doing is sharing the Sierra. When I started, I met with a friend this week. Matter of fact, I told me, he said, why did you start Sierra Rec Magazine? And I said, you know, I uh, uh, was in a newspaper career, and I I, I ran into a, a brick wall, stopped my career, and I didn't want to move. And, and I realized that I just truly love being outdoors and hiking. And every time I'm out, I'd share tips with people, and they always seem to appreciate it. And then every time I shared it on Facebook, and people go, man, I wish I could do what you're doing. And how do you find out about this stuff? And I realized that no one's covering recreational news and, and events from last and all the way to Mammoth. You know, they all have their own little communities and here and there come visit us. But if you're just a, somebody who likes to get out in different places and go all over the place, there was nothing that said, hey, here's what's going on everywhere within three hours of you, for example. Uh, and from, from my house, about three hours from to Mammoth to Lassen, I mean, I can get to quite a few places in three hours, and, and I'm probably crazy enough to do it. I've done plenty of trips to Yosemite for one day. But uh, uh, I don't know where your favorite place in this area is. Hit me up. Send me a note. Tell me where you want me to review. Uh, I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to tell you about my favorite place because you'll publish it. Well, you're right. I'll publish it. So, you know, guard what you want to guard. But you all know the tips. You know what tips there are to share, where the places to go. You have an event you want me to post that has to be outdoors, recreational. People can go out and have a good time. Like, send it to me, man. I'd love to, love to post that up on, on the website or talk about it on a podcast uh, coming up. So, anyways, sit in your house is no good, man. Get out and explore this weekend. Go camping. Go hiking. Go dirt bike riding. Get your mountain bike out. Bring a friend. Share it on Instagram. Hashtag Sierra Rec Magazine. Whatever you want to do. Go explore. Uh, this is my first podcast using podcast Anchor and... Uh, I'm going to do this again. It's quite fun. Uh, me, I'll have some friends on me with me later uh, another podcast. Uh, i got to figure out if you guys like them weekly, monthly, or daily. Um, right now, I'm kind of a weekly guy and everything, so probably just do this every week. Join me uh, along the way. Let me know how you think uh, I've did or done, and and uh, we'll, we'll get better as we go. So have a great weekend. Go out and explore. Hope you find a great adventure this weekend.